So here's the question. How are doers like us, who against all odds have overcome our past circumstances, our challenges, our failures, how are we gonna make the next exponential leap forward, reaching the greatest version of ourselves? It starts with the stories we tell ourselves, the promises we keep, the people and conversations we engage with. These are the conversations that have accelerated my own growth and sparked transformational epiphanies in my life. All right, welcome back. For those of you who do not know me yet, my name is Rich. I live in Tucson, Arizona. I work primarily in real estate. That's the industry that I've worked in since 2009. I work as a real estate appraiser. I work as a real estate agent and I'm an active investor. Just recently, I started into coaching real estate agents as well around mindset and performance in their own business, something that's been a big passion project for me. I've been professionally coached for coming up on four years now. And I've been dedicated and very intentional on my own personal growth and development journey for the last five years. And I make this content because it's always been something that I've been very interested in. And I I'm just truly believe that someone else out there can get value from this content. And so I make it because it's fun and I think that it can impact somebody. Today, I've got a topic that I want to cover with you guys that actually came up uh, yesterday. Um, actually, I was... I've been waiting for the sauna at the new gym that I've joined to open. Sauna isn't something that I've done with a whole lot of consistency. And so I know that there's a lot of benefits. I've heard a lot of benefits of uh, heat exposure in a sauna. And so I want to get some of that for myself. Yesterday, I had an opportunity after my workout to sit in the sauna for a while. And I met, uh, I met a young man. And he had just gotten out of the military. He was within his first 12 months of completing his, his time with the Marine Corps. And we started talking and I started, you know, sharing a little bit about what I do, had asked him a bunch of questions about what he's doing. He was working at a, at Raytheon here in Tucson, which is a big uh, military contracting company. And so we were just kind of talking and he had shared with me that he was interested in building wealth using real estate as a wealth building tool. And so of course, as a real estate guy, I got super excited, right? And we we continued talking. I had shared a little bit of, of perspective of what was going on in the market. And at, at a certain point in the conversation, he asked me, he said, you know, what advice would you have for someone who is 24 years old, who's my age? And I always, you know, it doesn't happen a whole lot that someone ask me for that type of advice. I feel like it's a huge compliment if you get a young person or any person for that matter to ask you genuinely, especially as a complete stranger for that type of advice. And so I took a second and I thought, and I was reflecting on my life and where I was in my twenties and then where I am today, not only just from a wealth building perspective, but from all sorts of perspectives, from where I am emotionally now compared to where I was in my 20s, where I am spiritually now compared to where I was where I was in my 20s, where I am with my career compared to the two time frames, where I am financially, where I am with my wealth building. And as I took a couple moments and I really started to think about the question this young man had asked me, I realized that there was one thing that I felt was the most critical and imperative component to my growth and transformation over the last decade. And that one thing I believe is mentorship. 
I've been extremely fortunate as many, many people have to have gained the trust of mentors and given permission to people outside of myself to mentor me in specific areas that I am intentionally on a path of growth. And so that was the, that was the insight that I passed on to this young man. And it was, it was cool to watch his eyes light up. Like that was a big aha for him. It sounded like it was something that he had heard before, or, or maybe had been scratching his head on. Like I need a, I need a mentor. And I, I truly believe in that, you know, reflecting on that after that conversation, I can recall this being modeled for me, the, the power of mentorship. And the first thing that comes to mind is, is my father. When I was eight, nine, 10, something like that, my father had joined a men's group. It was a mentorship group. And they met once, twice a week, maybe something like that. Honestly, I don't remember, but they met frequently enough and consistently. And they met as men talking about emotions, emotional intelligence, how to how to deal with emotions, how to communicate better, how to be less reactive, how to be more, uh, how to be more supportive, how to be more resourceful. You know, they were they were covering all sorts of stuff, honestly my dad would be able to remind me more of exactly what they were covering, but I got the gist of it and what I just said. And I can remember witnessing my dad's transformation as he spent years with this men's group, this mentorship group. And, you know, if it, without going into a long story about that, my dad had a significant transformation in that group of men, just being surrounded by those people, being being part of a new network with a new message and a new goal and a new vision and new standards. All of that was something that he didn't have prior to that. And so the calling to that group was an elevated lifestyle in terms of the standards, the way they communicated, the way that they were in touch with their emotions, the way that they poured into the people around them from their family to everyone else outside of them. And, um, there was this concept of mentor. I remember the group that my dad was in, they all had hats that said mentor in big black letters. There was a white hat with a black bill and it just said mentor on the top. And I remember seeing that as a kid and thinking, first off, that it was a weird word. You know, I was young. And then after several years, I think I realized what it meant. And that was kind of the first exposure to this idea of mentorship. And now I, I kind of reflect on my life and it is very true. You know, I've, I think the mentorship, my ability to have people step into my life or it's, 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 it's almost like not only is someone willing to step into my life and mentor me, I have to be willing to give them permission because I believe that there's, there's skills and qualities that everyone possessed that they could mentor anyone on but it's up to the person who's receiving the mentorship to give permission. You know, a perfect example would be like your parents, maybe your parents, much like my parents, they were probably good at a certain skill set. But if, if you're not willing to give them permission to teach you and mentor you in that aspect, they're not going to be a mentor for you. Right. So it's kind of a two-way street. You have to have somebody who's willing to mentor you. And then you have to be willing to give them permission to mentor you. And you know, I've been I've been fortunate enough to have several mentors in my life from my dad mentoring me kind of secondhand on emotional intelligence at a really young age, just 
simply identifying what emotions are and that they are relevant in everyday life to the people that I'm in business with right now, Pete and Angie, who are part of the real estate company that I work with. You know, they were some of my very first mentors that were willing to mentor me. And I was willing to give them permission to mentor me on becoming a real estate agent, sales, right? And I mean, I've had mentors, my good buddy, Miles, who's been on episodes before, he was one of the first people that mentored me in the gym. He was willing to get into the gym with me when I was had never touched a weight before in the gym, had never stepped foot in a gym. And he was willing to mentor me early on in my maybe mid to late teens and mentor me through that. Since then, I've had lots of mentors in the gym, including ones that I've paid for and ones that I haven't. Friends who are who are mentoring me because they're better at an aspect of working out than I am, and I aspire to get to that level. And then people that have made a career out of mentoring people in specific aspects of fitness. So I think it's important to understand that you can pay for mentorship, but you don't have to. Some mentorship is the cost of it is simply the relationship that you already have. You know, you've paid, you've paid for it by the good karma of just being a good friend, you know, like my example for miles or even my dad, right? I happen to be his son. So it didn't cost me anything for him to mentor me in certain aspects. The other thing that's important to recognize is that mentorship can be nowadays with technology, the way that it is. Mentorship can be physical, where there's a physical person that you have close proximity to. And because of technology, it can also be virtual because content serves as a way to get proximity to someone virtually. So this content that I'm creating right now is a way for you to get proximity to me. And if there's some message in here that you see as helpful, that would be a way of me conveying mentorship to you through proximity in a virtual capacity, right? So it's we're in one of the we're in one of the most incredible times for technology to help accelerate our ability to get mentored by people. Along the same lines of mentorship, I think the doorways that are open through mentorship is kind of the second phase or an additional phase into the mentorship journey. Oftentimes through mentoring you are opening up a new doorway to a whole new network. And one of the things that I had talked about when I met this young man at, it's weird to even say that, he's 24, I'm 34. When I met this young man at the gym the other day in the sauna, I had talked not only about mentorship, but how important your environment was, the environment of the people that you hang out with. I can literally trace back my entire life and I can look at it in terms of seasons. And each season of my life and who I was, how I showed up, the morals that I had, the standards that I have, how I was operating, how I saw the world, you know, my man, my success in any level could all be related to the people that I spent the most time with in that particular time of my life, the season of my life. Your environment matters immensely. It has in my life. And you want to, if you want to really take an honest audit of your life and all of the different ups and downs, twists and turns you've had in your life, look at who you were spending time with at that particular time and look at who, what version of you were showing up at that time. That's absolutely correlated for sure. So 
the biggest transformation in my life, of course, came when I started to significantly shift the people that I was spending most of my time with. There are these things that are called talent incubators. I don't know if they're called that. I call them that. An incubator, think of it of, of, of an environment, just like you're incubating an egg. An incubator is an environment that's incubating you and enforcing growth, right? You can get around people who have a culture of performance. In my instance, I had never really been in an environment of a culture of performance prior to 2017. So I was exposed to people who all of a sudden were performers. That's what they like to do. They like to squeeze every ounce of performance out of themselves in their day as they could. And all of us were on our own personal growth journey. That was what was so cool about the environment is it, it wasn't, it was a talent incubator from the aspect of, it's not about how far ahead you were. It's that you were on the treadmill. <laughs> that was it. Didn't matter how many miles you would come. It was just, Hey, get on the treadmill and stay on it as long as you possibly can. When you need a break, fall off to the side, we'll pick you up and get you back on. It was, a, it was an environment of high performance. And not just in one area of my life, it was several different areas of my life. Since then, this has continued to be a huge impact in my life where now I look around at the people that I spend the most of my time with and they all have a common thread. They all have high standards. They all have, you know, they all have a, a, a slight unreasonableness to them in terms of what they expect from things, not across the board. Some people are, are, you know, some people are, are very high standards in this aspect. Some people are very high standards in this aspect, but far and wide, the people that I spend my time with now, they have high standards in several different areas of their life. So these talent incubators have certain cultures, a culture of high performance, a culture of high standards. They're going to push you to be better. They're going to push you to grow. They're going to push you up against your bullshit, right? They're going to push you up against your limitations, your self-imposed limitations that we all have. Certainly I have them too, hundred percent. I've talked about them in several episodes. It's an ongoing thing. Surround yourself with people who have higher standards than yourself. Just like I told this, this, uh, this young man in the, in the sauna, find a mentor that's excelling and has a life that you want. Don't find a mentor that's not that not that you can't, but my advice would be to myself in my early 20s, find a mentor as quickly as possible that's living the life that you want. And make sure it's truly the life that you want, not just having the things that you want. And I think that that's a really key differentiator. Things are a result of who, but you can acquire things through several different ways. So who you become is more important. The results or the things, the cars, the watches, the houses, the trips, the travel, those will come with who you become. That's just a byproduct of it. So identify a mentor who has a version of your life at some point. Maybe it's not the ultimate version of your life, but ideally maybe it's the next step. Maybe it's the next milestone for you. It's just within reach. Sometimes when we think of mentorship, if we think of where we are today to, you know, let's say Jeff Bezos, right? That's the mentor that we're looking for. 
it's a far jump. There's a ton of little milestones in between where we are currently and Jeff Bezos, or it could be Tony Robbins, or it could be, I mean, you name it, anyone who you could think of the biggest, most influential person that you could possibly think of find mentors that are in between that ultimate version of where your ideal mentorship would lie. Find mentors that are at different milestones and the closer they are to you would be the best because it's going to it's going to allow you to stair step this. So find mentors that are within reach virtually or physically doesn't really matter. Ideally, you would kind of set milestones, have a big target of of the mentor that you ideally like and then if they're a little too far out of reach, then start to chunk it down a little bit. Chunk it down to where you are now. So Find these talent beds, find these incubators that you can become a part of, find these environments. The mentors will open the doors to that and you'll find more mentors. You might even start mentoring yourself. You might start mentoring someone who's just a couple steps behind you. And that's perfect. What better of a, what better of a time to mentor someone when you just went through the next one, two, three steps in front of this person, these environments will accelerate your growth definitively they will accelerate your growth. And if you stay in it long enough, you're going to become a different person. Transformation is almost inevitable. If you're intentional about these environments, if you're intentional about the growth, if you're intentional about the relationships, if you're intentional about dissecting every little piece of of the new beliefs that you need to adopt and the new actions that you need to take and taking these these situations seriously, it's going to accelerate your growth and it's it's going to make you transform definitively. You're going to have different standards. You're going to have different visions. You're going to have different execution, different beliefs. You're going to have a completely different life. You stay in these environments long enough. That is the secret, if you will. Is it a secret? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you've probably heard some form or version of this. I'm here to tell you I've experienced it several different times. If you really want to look in the mirror, I'm sure you'll probably see that this applies in your world as well. These environments are how you actualize your greatness. So the greatest the greatest component of each of us lies right in here. Our greatest version, our most ideal, ultimate version of ourselves is right in between our ears. This is where all of our greatness lies. I teach my daughter that actually. It's kind of funny. I tell her that, teach her that strength comes from here, comes from your heart. And your greatness is in here. The same is true for us adults. Our greatness is in between our ears. And in order to actualize it, a really important ingredient, a really important component is the people that we hang out with and the mentors that advise us. So the mentors that we give permission to help us grow. I hope that there was something impactful that you guys took today. One person, one person grabbed some of this, some traction from this. This episode was far worth it. So I appreciate whoever's watching this on a consistent basis. I hope that the content is getting a little bit more defined. I hope that the the video quality, I hope that the microphone quality is getting a little better. I don't know if you can hear my daughter starting to cry in the background, but I'm going to go get her right now. Appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, share this episode. It would mean a ton for me if you could share it, leave a comment, leave a review, send me an email. I have no idea exactly what you do on the internet, but if you could do something on the internet for me, that would be amazing. 
I'm going to continue to pour as much as I can into every episode and deliver some, some high quality value for you guys and some perspective and some proximity. I appreciate you tuning in and just remember you're only one decision away. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time.